You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Oh, man, oh, man. It is Friday morning in Montgomery County. We got my boogie-woogie. Giddy up, baby. Good morning, Montgomery County. It is a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week. I haven't had any raindrops falling on my head lately. Um, It's beautiful, so you need to get out and have some fun. Good morning to you, whether you're coming to us from Splendora, New Caney, Cleveland, Cut and Shoot, New Waverly, Willis, Montgomery, Magnolia, Tamina, The Woodlands, Conroe, and every place in between. You are listening to Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizadi on Lone Star Community Radio. So check it out. You're on Connors FM right now listening at 104.5, I hope, or 106.1, or at your office, at home, at www.irlonestar.com, or you've downloaded the app. I got a feeling we've got a lot of extra people listening today. We've got a very special guest. Um... He's a good dude. He's a nice dude. But you know what? He's in an elected position. So there's a lot of people that just adore him and love him and think he's doing a great job. And there might be a couple of detractors out there. So you're tuning in. And that's fine. That's what this is about. So we're going to talk to County Judge, Montgomery County County Judge Craig Dole in a few minutes. And know this, folks. If you're listening... We're not going to do a Q&A. This is not a campaign discussion. This is not a uh, town hall. We will have those here, and we will ask questions that these elected officials and candidates don't know about in advance. But what I've shouted out and thrown out to every elected official in Montgomery County, whether you're a justice of the peace, whether you're the tax assessor, whether you're a judge, uh, a constable, and and, and city officials, township officials, anybody of an elected position or leadership position in the county, I have invited you, and I'm inviting you now to come on my show. It's every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 11 to 12 for your state of the office discussion. This is your time to talk about what you want your citizens, your followers, your constituents to know about. Sometimes it's hot topics and you're in the hot seat. Sometimes it's just state-of-the-office stuff and you're getting tons of love. That's not up for me and Montgomery County Lifestyle or Lone Star Community Radio to decide. So today it's state-of-the-office, state-of-the-union. But there are a lot of hot buttons in the county, and I have a feeling that County Judge Duell will be ready for that. So we'll get to that in a minute. What do I want to talk about now? Robin Merritt Price was my guest Wednesday of AMP Specialized Logistics. Wonderful time. It's cool. Here's what's cool. She brought us a lot of information, but because of you, the listeners, and you guys sharing it, she's got KPFT down in Houston that has now booked her to come on one of their shows and want to know about what she does. They feel that that is very important information about the energy industry. They love the fact that she's a woman who has been excelled entrepreneur in a male-dominated field. And they love the fact that she's writing a book and has several publishers talking to her about it versus just self-publishing. So you listeners at Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Erzati, you gave her company a boost. So thank you. The other thing about Robin of Amp Specialized Logistics 
is she has contacted me this morning, and her company is going to donate some money for the Fearless Boxing and the North Star Church uh, Father's Day Family Fitness Fun and Fellowship event we're having tomorrow at Fearless. So we were going to be short on hot dogs. We were going to be short on buns. We were going to be short on, on water and Gatorade, and we're not now because AMP Specialized Logistics contacted me, and they're going to cover all the extra hot dogs and stuff we need. So thank you. That is awesome. Let me see what else. Well, County Judge Doyle will talk about his dinner and auction Tuesday. I don't really know a lot that's going on. So if you've got something going on this weekend, send me a message at Montgomery County Lifestyle, and I'll share it out there. If you've got an event, you've got a fundraiser, you've got something going on, uh, and, and we'll throw it out. So before we take our little break, Lauren Wiesner, Fallon Wiesner of that little bitty car dealership company, we have macaroons. Judge Doyle, would you like to have a macaroon? I, think I will. We are going to have a macaroon in honor of Fallon and Lauren, and they introduced me to these. So we're going to raise our, our, our little macaroon and toast them, and here you go. Everybody's watching. Mmm. 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 It's good. Mine's like an orange mm-hmm. dreamsicle. Is that what yours is? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Lauren, Fallon, thank you. We miss you. We got to get together soon. All right. Enough of the silly stuff. We're going to take our little break. When we come back, we're going to dive right in to Montgomery County, County Judge Craig Doyle. You're listening to Montgomery County Lifestyle on Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back. Macaroon. Mm-mm-mm. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. All righty, folks, we are back. Mm. Fallon, I just had another macaroon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! All right, folks. I'm here, Craig Doyle, Montgomery County County Judge. Judge Good morning, Nathan. Happy ha- Friday. Happy Friday, dude. Yes, sir. It's a great day. Great day to be Thank here. Indeed. What's going on? Well, I just want to – you're the first elected official we've had in since I've had my show. Okay. That we want to do kind of the state of the office. Okay. State of the county, state of the city, state of the, the law, whatever. So you're the first one. You're leading the pack. Okay. I'm going to ask you, we're, we're going to go off here, but I'm going to ask you too, as you talk to other elected officials, would you put a bug in their ear that Lone Star Community Radio is a partnership with the city of Conroe, mainly because of the emergency uh, broadcast alert system, right, should right. something happen? 
which is also going to benefit the whole county and beyond. Sure, sure. We also want to bring lots of great content, whether it's political, medical, uh, a nonprofit organization. So the content is not just for the city because we've got YouTube video that we put out. Right. I'll be posting this uh, probably Saturday mo- tomorrow morning or Sunday night. Okay. We've got Channel 12 Suddenlink, which is the city of, of Conroe. Mm-hmm. So whatever we bring, bring on here is good for the whole county. Sure. So if you, as you talk to these guys and women, remind them to contact me and I want them to have their time to talk about their, their, their needs, their, their stuff. Well, the better education people can get from their elected officials, real information, right. true information, the better off everyone is. Cool. Absolutely. And then if, if, if questions come up from that time, well, then those constituents, those citizens can get a hold of that person sure, sure. through their office or whatever. That's a great idea. Now, when we come up to campaign season, and I guess you could say it's already started because different positions people have said they're in, other people are jockeying behind the scenes, and we all know that. But probably more like September, October, November, December. We'll we'll see how it goes. I don't want to I don't want to wear people out. Maybe more like October, November, December. We're going to have more campaign times. Okay. And that's Great. when we'll have you guys in here and and the women, and it'll be a chance for you to talk about your platforms. But then I'm going to ask some questions. Never gotchas. If something has been talked about out there and something has been brought up in the news mm-hmm. or in a forum, sure. then we'll bring it up. Then it's right. fair game. Absolutely. But but we did this before when we did meet the candidates and we never we never played that game. And I'm I'm not gonna play that game. So that's my for you. promise Good to for you. everybody out there. Even if you're a candidate and you know we don't get along, you know what? Go talk to some of the ones before. They'll tell you that we we were fair and balanced. Perfect. Sounds cool. great. Sounds All great. right. So now that that's out of the way, Judge, tell us a little bit about Craig Doyle. Give us some background, where you're from, what you've done. Lead us down the path, family, events, up to you as a county judge. Okay. Uh, I'm fourth generation here in Montgomery County. In fact, my office today is two blocks from the house that my father was born in. Wow. Uh, He graduated from Conroe High School. In my office, I have a copy of my grandmother's 1923 Conroe High School diploma. So our family's been in the Conroe area for a very long time. I graduated from Conroe High School. From there, went to Texas A&M University. Uh, you hear that? Uh, yeah. Whoop. A whole lot of whoop out there. I hear it. You hear it. <laughs> uh, graduated from Texas A&M with a degree in geology. And I tell people all the time I wanted to be a dentist. I got a degree in geology and became county judge. And somehow that all fits together. You know, life takes twists and turns and, 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 and puts you in places sometimes that is very interesting. But uh, have enjoyed, uh, you know, a career at Montgomery County. I worked, I ran for county commissioner uh, in 1986 at the age of 24. Wow. Uh, ended up uh, going to work. I ran against Malcolm Purvis, who, who won that race. Ended up going to work for Malcolm. He hired me as his AA. Worked for him for many years, for 14 years. So you ran against him, ran. and he hired you. Yeah, absolutely. We became wow. very good friends during the campaign. Doesn't happen that much I these say, days. I it's don't been, know it was that a, that would it happen. Was, it was a different day and time. Um in fact, he invited me to one of his fundraisers in Magnolia while we were running against each other. And I asked him, I said, I said, Malcolm, why would you do that? He said, well, if I don't win, these people need to know who you are. And so it was a real unique time. Wow. And he ended up uh, hiring me, worked for him for 14 years. We had a tremendous relationship. I learned an amazing amount from Commissioner Purvis, a great man. Uh, we lost him way too early, 2001. Uh, when he passed away, I was appointed to finish that term was elected in 2001, uh, then served two un, unopposed terms as commissioner, uh, 14 years as commissioner, and then ran for county judge. Um, 
stepping back a little bit, uh, married to my wife, Amy. Uh, we live out in Jordan Montgomery. I have three kids. I have my son, Brian, who's married uh, with, a new, with a new one-year-old baby. It was uh, May 5th was uh, Cinco de Mayo. It was <laughs> birthday number one for her. Uh, real proud of her and get to try to go to Austin every chance I get to see yeah. them. Uh, I have another daughter, Lindsay, that lives here in Montgomery County with my granddaughter, Laylee, that will be 11 years old next month. Spend a lot of time with them and, and just cherish every bit of that. And I have a younger daughter that lives in Houston that graduated from University of Houston. Uh, and so I don't get to spend as much time with her. She's busy with her schedule, yeah. but uh, spend as much time there as possible. I don't know that I've ever had the chance to meet Brian, but I know I've met uh-huh. I've met I've met both of your daughters. Right. Know, know them. Know Lindsay more just because she's here. We cross paths. Right, right, right. And quite honestly, I, I got to tell you, I have semi-adopted Lately as just <laughs> as have many. Oh my yeah, God, she's yeah. just well. I yeah. never got blessed with kids, and and I did always think that I wanted a little girl. You know, just just. That would play soccer, get muddy, get dirty, and you know, break people's legs, but then be the little ballerina person too. And Laylee kind of reminds me of what I thought I would have someday. I mean, I she she rolls around with the dogs, and if she had it her way, she'd adopt every dog and every cat that There'd needed be a, a house home. Full. Absolutely, and all, probably iguanas. All, all the animals around our, our our homes, mine, my kids are all rescues. You yeah. know, that's kind of the way it is. Uh, if, if my wife were here right now, she'd have dog treats in her pocket. I guarantee you, it's just the way it is. <laughs> Amy's, you're right. Amy's the same way. Yeah. But yeah, Lady, Lady is Lady's very special to me. She's well, uh, she's she's always <laughs> been so gracious, so kind. Uh, between her little notes, between her little voicemails and stuff like that, she she's special. She she's one of the things that reminds me when everybody's getting nasty or the world's getting nasty. Or I'm having a bad day. She reminds me to just let it go. Why we do what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's been a pleasure for me to serve the people of Montgomery County for most, most of my adult career. I uh, had a roofing business many years ago that put me through college. And so I know a lot of people still, uh, you know, I see around town who I put roofs on. I uh, spent a lot of time in that business and uh, have been with the county now for quite a long time and watched this county grow from a sleepy little rural community to now a, a Suburban area, and in many cases, a metropolitan area. Yeah, what are we uh, like five hundred thousand or so? Over five hundred thousand, probably an estimates around five sixty right now, and growing. You know, seventh fastest growing county in the nation by percentage. Conroe, the fastest growing city in the nation. So we've got a lot of growth, a lot of opportunities, a lot of great job opportunities. Want to continue to make this the place that people want to come to to bring their families to, to grow their businesses here, and, and provide a quality of life that continues to attract good, solid residents and businesses to our community. Yeah. Wow. So, um, a quick question, and it just kind of brought up when you said that. What would you answer? How would you answer to somebody that said, well, if you've been doing so much elected-type official work, you've been in county government, does that make you part of this establishment? What What does that mean? I mean, because I don't understand the establishment, so to speak, terminology, but you've been in these positions for a long time. Does that make you good or bad? What's What's the pros well, and sure, cons? Sure, I'm part of the establishment. But look what the establishment has helped create here. You know, we don't create business for people. People build their own business. But what we try to do is create a, an atmosphere and an infrastructure that allows businesses to grow. Try to provide the road infrastructure and, and put it in place. Try to provide good quality law enforcement so that people feel safe in their own communities. Try to provide, you know, opportunities where people can, you know, get their business taken care of efficiently and effectively, you know, filing papers at the courthouse and other issues that need to be done. We try to make sure that there's opportunities here for businesses to come and grow their business. Okay. And I just had to throw that out there because it just it popped in my head how I've seen not just you or your position, but but from a national level down to a city level, 
people want to say career politicians, and and I get it in some in some positions. I get, I get how how that can be that way, but to me, it's not so much that they've been there too long. It's have they not become effective, and I think that's more of the discussion versus just blanket saying they've been there too long. Because there have been some people in positions for a long time that are just as effective now as they were day one, or, or more so in mm-hmm. some cases now. You know, New or old, if you're not effective, you need to be changed. Right. But I, but when I see what's happening here, you know, we've got a we've got a AAA credit rating just this last year. We've been very effective in managing our finances for a very long time. The growth we're seeing, the job opportunities that we're seeing, um, you know, we we I feel like Montgomery County is at its peak right now. It's at its prime today. We've got it's the best time in the world to be in Montgomery County, and I've been here for a long time and watched it grow. And so I'm excited about the opportunities that are here. I'm excited about being able to be a part of this community. And it worked hard for a long time. I, I want this community to have the same opportunities for my kids, my grandkids, and your kids or grandkids, and, and the generations to come to be able to do the things that you and I have grown to enjoy and the lifestyle that you and I have grown to enjoy in this community. Okay. So um, line out, and, and we'll come back to it, but, Line out a couple of big basic topics of what you think you want to talk about today. What are a couple of highlights you want to a cover? A couple of highlights. We'll talk about, uh, you know, some of what's going on with our budget this year. We'll talk about that a little bit if you've got some time. I'd love to talk about uh, 249. It's kind of a hot topic today, you know, construction of the, the, the 249 highway from Houston up to College Station. Um, just some of the economic opportunities that are, are here, some of the things that we've been involved with in terms of economic development that help, that help Montgomery County grow. Anything else you want to cover? Be glad to talk about. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short, quick little sponsor break. Okay. When we come back, let's dive right in. And let's get a hold of one of those items and get going. Sound good? Sounds great. Folks, Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizardi. I've got County Judge Craig Dole here. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, your community radio station. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. All righty, we are back. We still got that Ezra Charles Boogie Woogie. It is a beautiful Friday, and I just thank y'all for tuning in. Some of you have sent some messages in, some questions. Thank you so much. I've responded to you, and, and we will get to those questions on the next time that we have county judge here. And what I'll do is I may I may share with him off the air what's going on and what some of your questions so that he can address it. But this is a state-of-the-office type conversation. So, Judge, 
when we left it, we had a couple of handful of hot topics. Grab one and let's dive in and talk about it. Uh, economic development was the first one we talked about. And I think it's important that people understand why we do tax abatements in Montgomery County. It, the, the larger we can grow our commercial and corporate footprint here, the more that benefits the residential taxpayer. And here's why. Saw a report the other day that came across my desk. It was from the Farm Bureau, actually, that said that for every dollar generated in residential taxes, there's about a dollar sixteen to a dollar twenty cent service requirement by the time we provide law enforcement, courts, roads, all the things that we do. For every dollar generated in exempt property, timber exempt or agricultural exempt, there's about a thirty-seven cent service requirement. For every dollar generated in commercial taxes, there's about a 26 cent service requirement. So the more commercial development we have here, the more that does three things for us. Basically, it broadens the tax base to lessen the burden on the residential taxpayer. It provides good quality job opportunities for those people who are here. And to a great extent, provides traffic mitigation. If you can go to work right here in Montgomery County, and you live here in Montgomery County, you don't have to get on I-45 or 249 or 59 to drive into Houston. It provides those opportunities. When you look at counties like Collin and Denton and Fort Bend and others that we're compared to often, if you look at the appraised value per square mile in some of those counties, Harris County is over $220 million per square mile. So they're able to fund a lot of abatements or a lot, a lot of uh, uh, tax incentives for the residents um, that we can't do. Uh, because they, of the value that they have out there. And because we're so rural, is that, because, is that correct? Because we're a, lot, a lot of the county is still rural. You know, Collin County is about a little over $100 million per square mile. Denton County is about 90. Fort Bend's about 80. We're at about $45 million per square mile. So we don't have that opportunity with that big corporate footprint and commercial footprint here to provide some of the incentives that they can to our residential payers or some of the, some of the re relief that they can to their, but we did do a 20% homestead exemption this year to try to list, lessen the burden on our residential taxpayer. We hear people, th th they're feeling the pain of their appraisals going up. We get that. And so in an effort to try to accommodate that for our residential taxpayers, we did a 20% homestead exemption this year. It's, it's going to put our budget really tight where some other counties can do that without that big hit. And so we're looking for ways to increase that, 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 that corporate and commercial footprint here to provide better opportunities for our residential taxpayers. So I'm going to recap here because my brain just recently really wrapped around this. And there's probably some listeners uh, who really care, but they haven't either been able to get involved, chose not to get involved, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it costs more to take care of that subdivision and to provide services, so to speak, for that residential, that 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 me, that individual, right, right. but it costs less to service that warehouse that's got, you know, think, 50 think, employees yeah, or, think, or whatever. Think, think about this, the corner of I-45 and Loop 336 North. You've got Hobby Lobby, I think it is. You've got the Kroger Center. You've got Academy over here, and you've got Sam's and Walmart. Think about the appraised value of all that property. Gigantic. Versus, Humongous. Versus the services that we provide. Okay. Very little. Versus a, a large subdivision where we're patrolling the streets with our sheriff's department. We're, we're paving all the roads in there. We're cleaning the ditches in there. We're putting up street signs in there. Animal control works in there. We're spraying for mosquitoes and all the services that we provide in those subdivisions. That's the difference. So that's why it's important to have that commercial growth. And, and think about the big Anadarko Tower mm -hmm. down there in the woodlands, that, the value there versus virtually no services that we provide for that tower. So that, that's, that's where that difference comes. Okay. So... Um 
what what's in place? What are, what are we doing? Any anything specific? Well, we're doing some tax abatements to to attract businesses to come here, as as opposed to going to Fort Bend County or to Atlanta. Maybe that, I mean we're not just competing with counties right around us. You know, some businesses can operate from anywhere in the world. We want them to come here. Well, Danielle Shiner recently had mm-hmm. at, at mm-hmm. Mike Matters Breakfast discussed. That's what we always think of too, of bringing the companies. But part of what what the city and the county and them want to do is, there's companies that are here now mm-hmm. that when times get tough and they've got other locations, they look at consolidating. Right. Well, we need to retain them. Right. And NOV just recently, mm-hmm. unfortunately, closed down in Harris County, but moved a lot of their people up here. So they must have seen a quality of life. They must have seen something up here. Well, it's opportunities. Quality of life is another issue. One, you know, one of the things that has been a huge uh, assistance for us in economic development is the airport. You know, we've got... Uh, we built the tower out there about three years ago, maybe a little bit longer. A couple of years ago, we opened the runway extension. We now have a runway at our airport at the North Houston, Conroe North Houston Regional Airport that's 100 feet short of the longest runway at Hobby. Wow. And so we can land the largest corporate jets that fly and get them in and out of here with a full load of fuel on a hot summer day, which was, in, which not, was not possible before. We've got now a customs facility that opened last year. We can land international flights and clear customs right here in Montgomery County. And we're ahead. So, I read where we're ahead of what they expected. So they they anticipated about 60 uh, operations through that customs facility in the first year. We're over 100 right yeah. now uh, already in this first year. So, you know, those kind of things are what corporations look at, you know, when they come to communities like ours. If there's an abatement available to them, if there's like the airport would, would help someone that has a big corporate uh, fleet of aircraft that move in and out of here. And there are several big companies that do. And so we're trying to find ways to make ourselves competitive with other counties. Uh, and that airport, because of what's going on out there, the growth and development, that airport is really close to being self-sustaining as far as the revenue it generates versus its cost. And that's a goal is to try to get projects that we can that self-sustaining. Now, not all of them are ever going to be. Uh, building roads are never going to be self-sustaining, obviously. Right. But with the airport, we're getting really close to that. Cool. Here's what we're going to do, Judge. We're going to take our half-hour break, weather, uh, uh, traffic, some sponsors. When we come back, I want to jump into something hot and heavy. Okay. Let's get in there and let's 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 hit on one of the hottest topics now. And I'd like to talk about 249. What do you think? Love to. Awesome. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Folks, Montgomery County Lifestyle, Nathan Erzotti, County Judge Craig Dole. We'll be right back. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world.
Oh man, I got people dancing in the studio. <laughs> Don't look. Well, I can see yeah, it now. Yeah, County Judge Craig Dole dances during the workday. I can see that. I don't know yeah. if I can put that on camera, can that's I? Right. I don't want to get in trouble. Well, we got live going over here, so we're busted now. I've been accused of doing a lot of things during the workday, Nathan. You were bopping your head there, so are you allowed to bop? You're not fishing. No, no. You're not playing golf. I haven't been. No, sir. No, sir. Did you? Speaking of corporate jet, that's what you did, right? You snuck out on a corporate jet and you snuck back. You know, it sounds exciting, but no, no. <laughs> Folks, Sorry. if you don't know what I'm talking about, look, I'm being a smart aleck. God, I, I, I know better. Okay. Dude, let's dive in. Hottest okay. topic right now, 249. 249. You know, that's a project that was not really uh, a priority project for TxDOT. And so a group from the Tomball Chamber came to me about four years ago and wanted me to go with them to TxDOT to kind of revive that project. So we went and talked to, to TxDOT. We went and talked to the Highway Commission. We ultimately ended up talking to Commissioner Jack Cagle in Harris County, who agreed to partner with us on the project. And so then a group from Tomball, Magnolia, Navasota, the Chambers, uh, uh, property owners along that corridor, all uh, kinds and sorts of persons and entities got together and went to Austin, encouraged TxDOT to pick that project up. And they said, well, we can't do it all. So Hectra, Harris County Toll Road Authority, agreed to build their segment in Harris County. We agreed to build the segment in Montgomery County from Spring Creek to Pinehurst. And then TxDOT agreed to build it from Pinehurst over to 105, just east of Navasota, to tie in then to Highway 6 and go on to College Station. So we started that project, and, and it's, it's always been planned as a toll road. You know, as you're probably well aware of that area, you know, the feeder roads exist from Pinehurst all the way into Houston. Those feeder roads are still there today and still will be always be used as free roads. What we're talking about is toll lanes inside those feeder roads. You know, you know there's a corridor down there that you, you see that there's nothing in there. Go in there and clear that corridor, build the, build the toll lanes and overpasses, and and create a, a toll facility, a nonstop toll facility, all the way from basically from 105 just this side of of Navasota, coming all the way back into Harris County, and so it's a project that, you know, you, when you think about, you know, I-45 serves the Conroe area, 59 serves that East County area. Uh, we just really don't have anything. If you're trying to get from Magnolia to Tomball, 249 is really it. And that congestion is Man. incredible. Yeah. And so these, these, these new lanes will alleviate a lot of that congestion. So what are the pros and cons? What's being said? Uh, you know, well, do we want a toll road? Do we not? Why do we not let the state of Texas handle it? Why are we going to re generate revenue? One side says that's a great idea. We're finally being smart. We're finally running government like a business which is what so many of us have have said that's why we got president trump he said he's going to run it like a business so i can see both sides i'm not going to say which side i'm on i can see both sides now talk about it okay well it, it, whether we build the project through our segment that we agreed to or TxDOT builds it, it we know it's going to be a told section that's the only way that the road can be funded TxDOT has told us that i talked to james bass with TxDOT in austin yesterday i got a text uh, 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 email from TxDOT Houston uh, Monday saying that it, in fact, will be a toll facility regardless whether TxDOT builds it or we build it. Why would we want to build it? Well, if we build that segment that we talked about from Spring Creek to Pinehurst, which we agreed to do initially in the original proposal, we can control the tolls on that segment, okay? And we can do it selling revenue bonds. And here's the big confusion I think people have between general obligation bonds or GEO bonds and revenue bonds. GEO bonds were what we sold, you know, back when we did the bond issue. And they're, 
they're pledged, there's a county pledge to pay those bonds back, to pay the, the debt service on those bonds. And we pay that with our county revenues. Taxpayers pay those bonds back. And they're obligated to pay those bonds back. That's what a general obligation bond is. With a revenue bond, what you do is you get, we, we, we'll go in and do a traffic and revenue study that will show what kind of revenue is projected to be generated based on traffic projections on that road. And then investors will choose whether or not to invest in buying those bonds based on the likelihood that those revenues will repay the debt on those bonds. We don't have a tax pledge against it. We're not going to use tax dollars to pay it. The revenues generated by those tolls will retire the debt on those bonds with no liability whatsoever to the taxpayer. So there's the confusion I think sometimes comes whether we have geo bonds or general obligation bonds versus revenue bonds. Now, should the project fail for some reason, the, the, who, the purchasers of those bonds are on the hook, not the taxpayers of the county. We didn't, we don't obligate any taxpayer dollars or credit to those revenue bonds. Now, to do that, we're right now in the middle of a traffic and revenue study, an investment-grade traffic and revenue study, which is normally done on any toll facility that's ever built. And because of what we're seeing in that traffic, the, uh, there was a, an, an initial traffic and revenue study done about four years ago. It indicated that that project, based on current traffic and projected traffic, would pay for itself. Not only would it pay for itself, but would also generate excess revenue to the tune of about $200 million over a 25-year period above and beyond the payment of the bonds. That traffic and revenue study was done four years ago. We're updating that study today, which I think will be far superior to what we saw then. In fact, that same study was used to develop the section that, that Harris County built, the Harris County Toll Road Authority built from Spring Cypress to Tomball. That that segment of road is now operating at about 130% of what the projection was. And I have no reason to believe that ours won't either. Now, if that project does spin off revenue, the options then fall at once the debt is retired, fall to a future court to either use those revenues to address other road facilities in the county or simply discontinue the tolls. We would have the option to do that if we build the road. Now, if TxDOT builds it, they would have that option. Or they could send those revenues to the Metroplex or to the Valley or wherever in the state of Texas they choose to. So I think it's important that we maintain those revenues and we decide what we do going forward. The question about whether or not, why would we generate revenue? Well, we generate revenue at the airport. We generate revenue with fines and court fees. If you go file a paper at the clerk's office, there's a fee there. That generates a, a, a significant portion of our revenue is generated in fines and fees and other assessments to take that burden off of the residential taxpayer. I hear people every single day saying, cut my taxes, cut my taxes, cut my taxes, but we need more roads. We're growing at an unprecedented rate. Here's an opportunity. Think about this. How many people do you think go through 249 going to the Renaissance Festival or, or from Grimes County going into, the, into Houston? There are people that don't live in Montgomery County that cut through Montgomery County driving the need for that road. If they pay a toll, and those tolls can be used to pay for that road and some other connectivity issues that may enhance that, why would we not do that? Our, the court's duty, our job, is to find ways to fund roads. And this is one that does it and doesn't do it on the backs of the taxpayer. I, I hear people saying, well, toll roads are double taxation. Now, here's the argument to that. If TxDOT's not going to build that road, then your gas tax is not being used to construct that roadway. 
and just this, the state sales tax that goes to the state's not being used. The state's not involved, so you're not paying state sales tax. If Montgomery County is not building the road and we're not pledging taxes to build it, your property taxes are not building the road. If we sell revenue bonds, the fees generated by the traffic on that road are what's paying for the road. If you choose not to drive on the road, you'll never pay a penny for it of so, any kind. So when I go on Facebook and I see mm-hmm. both sides screaming and yelling, or mm-hmm. usually it's just one side screaming, and what 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 is it, 70-something million they're saying that we right. shouldn't spend? It's, right. it's our money that's my taxation money. Well, what, answer that. Well, the, the only one, that 70-something million it would be revenue bonds generated by that road. Okay, that, so, there's not a $70 million pool of money out there that we're going to use that could be used for anything but that road. So am I reading wrong? Am I understanding wrong? Or is that other side? And, and look, it's nothing against anybody personal. Is that a scare tactic? Because uh, when I first know, it, read it, it makes me think, the average person, when sure, I first read it, sure. it makes me think that out of this big pool of money that the county has taxed us on, individuals, companies, whatever, here, right. here's your budget. Right. At first reading, it makes it look like you're going to take that piece of pie and go give it to the roadway. No. You're talking about selling bonds. Selling. It's not part of this over right. here. It has nothing to do with our budgeted revenue. has nothing to do with our tax revenue. These are dollars that would be generated from the sale of bonds predicated on the revenue that those tolls would generate repaying. And investor, investment companies or investors would look at that and they say, we looked at this traffic and revenue study. We believe that there'll be enough traffic there to repay our investment we want to invest in this project, and there's where that $73 million would come from. Not a penny of it comes from taxpayers in Montgomery County. That's, that's the confusion. I think that's where the confusion between general obligation bonds and revenue bonds falls. Okay. There's not, that $73 million could only be generated if we use those revenues that are projected from those tolls to create it. It doesn't come from a pool of money that's already existing. So... The next argument, I hear it all the time, and, and I kind of agree with it, mm-hmm. is you always hear, and mainly because of Harris County or other cities, sure. that toll road in 20 years, 20, 10 years, 30 years, whatever, is going to be paid for and the tolls will go away. And they never, ever go away. Right. So right. you're stating that when when it pays itself, then it's going to be up to future commissioner's court to decide what to do they, with that. They would have that option. Certainly. So if they don't and the citizens want it to go away – then that's where we vote. You, you, you know, contact your commissioner, whoever it is at that time. And this would be a 20 year, probably 25 year bond issue. At, at that time, once that debt is serviced, the court would have the option of eliminating those tolls or using those revenues to address other road needs that you wouldn't have to reach into somebody's pocket in their taxes to pay for. In Harris County, the, the, the toll road authority spends off a tremendous amount of revenue that the commissioners use to address free roads in other areas by using the tolls that are generated on those toll roads. And again, a toll road is purely an option. And if you go down there and you decide not to use the toll road, you can stay on the feeder that exists today. You know, And, and the argument has been made, well, you're going to put a bunch of red lights up and drive people onto the toll road, force people onto the toll roads. There's red lights there now. Yeah. There's no. There's nowhere else to put any red lights, quite frankly. They're already at the major intersections. So your option would be to continue the route that's there today. And if you ever try to get from Magnolia to Tomball in the morning or the afternoon, you know what that's like. Or you could use the toll road. Very simple. It's an optional. Wow. Here's what we're going to do is we're going to take our last break of the day. Okay. Uh, and when we come back, 
couple of things. I want to hit on one more topic that's heavy. And then we'll we'll go into something that I'll bring up to you. We'll we'll find out more also how to get a hold of you, okay. how to contact you, things Good. of that nature. Good. Folks, we're just gonna be gone for about thirty seconds to a minute. When we come back, more of Montgomery County County Judge Craig Dole. Montgomery County Lifestyle, Nathan Arizati. This is your community. We're bringing it to you. Be right back. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Alrighty, folks, we are back. Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizadi with Montgomery County County Judge Craig Doyle. I don't know about you guys, but I got a feeling that on one hand, you've probably settled some nerves out there. And I bet you there's a few people ah, freaking yeah. out. Well, uh, the main thing is that people understand all of the, the facts. You know, there's not a pool of 73 million that could be used somewhere else. You know, the bond issue that we, we passed you know, last, well, two years ago, I was doing a project, the Rayford Road project. That's a $60 million project that's being funded with county taxpayer dollars. The residents of Magnolia and Willis and New Caney are paying for that road in their taxes. With this project, with 249, with revenue bonds being used, not general obligation bonds, revenue bonds, no one in any part of the county would pay any part of their tax. Their residential taxes would be used to service that debt. Just those fees would be. And I think that's the thing that people really need to understand. Well, and it, it, I do this with all the guests. It seems like all the guests, we get this way, but a few of them, even more, and, and you're one of them with, with what you had to cover. Time flies. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hit real quick, and we don't have time to get into it, folks, so it's not, it's not Judge Doyle's fault. Blame me. Touch on real quick some of the latest happenings at the Montgomery County Animal Shelter because that's a passionate group of supporters you got, and even the ones that I may personally not agree with, I gotta respect the passion that they absolutely. take into this. I, I, absolutely, I, I look, do. I, you know, I, like I told you, in my house, every animal, my mine, my kids, they're, they're rescues. You know, we we got a brand new dog. He's an older dog, but brand new to us. Two days ago, that that came from the shelter. So I, I, you know, and I see the passion that these people have, and that passion is, I, I, without it, that shelter fails. Right. Quite frankly, you know, we can only put so many animals in that shelter. It takes the rescue groups. It takes the foster groups. It takes those volunteers to help find homes for those animals or, or we, because we can't do that. We just simply can't. So I, I encourage them to continue to do the jobs that they do. They are very, very passionate about that. And sometimes that leads to a very heated passion at times uh, that, that creates some conflicts. And, and, you know, one group wants to do one thing one way and one another, but they all have the same goal in mind. And that's to take care of the animals that we have here in Montgomery County. So I, I'm I'm encouraged by the fact that there are so many people willing to volunteer to do that. Now we've got a new director at our animal shelter. Just came on board uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Johnson, uh, he, he's a young man with a lot of energy, got the credentials to do the job. And uh, contact Aaron if you have questions, if there are things that are going on, and see if you can get the, get those questions answered for you. Because I have I have great hopes that that shelter will become. A, a very positive place where, you know, there's been some controversy uh, for, for quite some time, regretfully. Uh, but we want to make sure the animals in Montgomery County are taken care of. And I think there's people out there with a the heart to do that. Well, and I got to say, and I'm nobody 
Dude, I'm not Sean Penn. I'm not <laughs> Ashley Judd. You don't have to follow me what I say. Okay, I don't think I'm so brilliant that you need to do what I say. But my only advice to some of those passionate people, both sides, I know, I know people on both sides, quit going off what somebody told you. If you didn't see it or hear it, and don't let people hijack your mission. Get involved. If something's not right, go to Aaron. Document that you went to Aaron. But do it right and respectfully. Do it in a manner that you would want it done if you owned your own business. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm not chastising anybody. I just I think that that passion can get misinterpreted by some. I think that I've been one of the first ones that I've been overly passionate. I said something wrong. I did something wrong. And then if I didn't own up to it right away, then it, 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 it took a life of itself and went down the wrong path. Well, and that, and that sometimes is, is, a, is the detriment of social media. You know, there's a lot of great things that can be, that can be accomplished with social media, but at the same time, there's so much misinformation out there. Don't fall victim to the fake news. I mean, there's people that put things out there that are simply not true. I, and, and no one's going to check their facts. They just put it out there and people that, because I read it on Facebook or I saw it online, it must be true. And it's not always go get your information, go ask questions. The people that have the facts. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left. This is your last couple of minutes. First of all, tell us what you going on for Tuesday. Okay. What you want people to know about that. And then tell people how to get a hold of you, send you questions, comments, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Tuesday out at the convention center, five to eight. We're having a fundraiser. Uh, Joe's Italian will be catering it. We'd love to have anybody come out. If you've got questions, if you've got concerns, come out. There'll be a lot of elected officials out there, some friends around the county. We'd love to meet those of you that I've not had the privilege of getting to meet yet. Would love to shake your hand, say hello. If you've got some questions or comments, come and, come and visit. Won't be a lot of time to visit there because it's a pretty busy time, but certainly you know, we're looking for your support in the upcoming election. And here's one thing I want to throw out. If, if you're coming out and you're not sure which side of the fence you sit on with Craig, versus anybody that, that he may be uh, in, an, in, in, a, in a campaign against, whatever. Now's the best time to talk to supporters. And this is a good time to ask people why they support, what's going on. It's just a good time to get out and also be a part of the community. Get educated. And it doesn't always have yeah. to be political, too. Find out what's going on in your community. Sure. Talk to business leaders that will be out there. Talk to Dustin Rutherford, who is a small business owner of several businesses. Talk to Paulina if she's out there who owns a little bitty mannered mutt business. Talk to the people and get to know your community. That's what I'd like to see. Out Absolutely. There. We'd love to have everybody come visit with us. You know, we're, uh, again, it's a fundraiser, so we'll be having a silent auction and a live auction. So bring your checkbook. Bring your checkbook. Yeah, absolutely. You know, campaigns cost money. But, uh, yeah, I would love to get the opportunity to sit down and visit with some folks that I've not had the chance to do that with. I understand Stephanie Price Davis will be taking photos. She will. She is the bomb diggity, buddy. She, <laughs> she is. A, Stephanie, you better be listening. You are. If you want to look good, you need to be out there Tuesday because she will make she, you look she good. She can even make me look good she, well, No offense, a but little she, bit. She makes you look okay. There was a whole lot of editing no, in there. I wouldn't say good. Okay. I'll go with okay on that one, yeah. How can people get a hold of you? We're about to go. A couple of ways. You can get a hold of us through. If you have questions about county issues, mctx.org is our county website. There's a lot of links there that you can get a lot of questions answered. Call my office, 936-539-7812 is another way. Uh, if you have campaign questions, craigdoyle.com is another way to contact me. Anything you have on your mind, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, the worst question out there is the one that goes unasked. Absolutely. You know, so I, I hate to see rumor and innuendo be the rule of the day. Come get the facts. If you have questions, please give me a call. Awesome. Judge, 
Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Nathan. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Good to see you as always. Yes, sir. Thank you. Montgomery County, you had Montgomery County County Judge Craig Doyle. He answered some questions that people have brought up, not so much me, but what's out there. So when this comes out, you need to watch it, listen, look at his face, get a feel for what's going on. Get involved. Get a hold of him. Go to commissioner's court. Get involved in your community. If you're not involved, you know what? There's not a whole lot we can say if we don't get involved. Pick a side, but be smart about it. And most importantly, because it's Friday, I always tell you this, it's Friday. Go out and make a difference in somebody's life. Start with your own. And to all the fathers out there this weekend, Sunday, Father's Day, spend some time with your dad if you can. Dad, spend some time with your kids if you can. Enjoy Sunday. I'm so glad he <laughs> brought that in there because I, that was not in my mind to bring up. A lot of people don't have a dad anymore. Yeah. A lot of people do. If you got one, share them. If you don't, go share somebody's. Right. But have a good weekend. Make a difference in somebody's life. Have fun. Lighten up. Nathan Erzati of Montgomery County Lifestyle. And I'm just reminding you that this is your county, your life, and your style. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, Contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.